What's up, everybody? It's me, Perry here, aka your favorite half of banter. I hardly know her. We're back with episode 6 today, and it's a topic that is naturally very near and dear to my heart because it is a Disney topic. And we're going to be talking about the most underrated Disney animated movies to ever hit the big screen. We're also going to talk a little bit about some of the overrated ones, and I know we've got a great Perryism coming your way as well. So with that, we're going to jump right in, and we'll see you on the other side of the intro. Yo, yo, yo! We are so happy that you're back. Welcome to the one and the only banter. I hardly know her. Wow. It's episode six. Episode six. Also known as the... Mark Sanchez episode. Butt Fumble. The creator and innovator of the Butt Fumble. <laughs> butt Fumble. Mark Sanchez. Fell down. Set hut hike. Butt Fumble. Mark Sanchez. Fell down. Set hut hike. Butt Fumble. Oh, man. What a guy. Mark Sanchez. Uh, he is on a roster. Where at? He is on a roster somewhere. No, I knew he was. Yeah. Um, Mark Sanchez. It's not Philadelphia. Man, is this he? is early for a fact check. Yeah, I don't think we've ever done one in the in the intro. Yeah. Wow. Mark Sanchez is with the Eagles, so I thought so. He was very promising. He in the beginning definitely was serviceable, like like kind of Ryan Fitzpatrick esque. Speaking of Ryan Fitzpatrick, <laughs> yikes. Rough go. We're recording the... this right after his what was it four pick game? Uh, three picks, but like two in a row. Basically, were taken to the house. It's magic, and they were bad. Yeah. So anyway, that didn't take long to get Josh Rosen <laughs> back in the starting. Seat. Keeping. Remember, folks. Me and Perry have been pulling for Josh Rosen. We have. Yeah. We have. Check out episode two. Mm-hmm. We we definitely definitely have some love for Josh Rosen. Yeah. I think he was treated a little unfairly in Arizona. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the NFL. We gotta pick them. We gotta do some prime pick time pick them. We don't know. We don't know who won um, week three yet. We picked some some different games finally. Yes. But uh, but yeah, it's week four. Week four. Looks like we have Eagles Packers Thursday. Wow, first time ever a good football game has been held on Thursday, Thursday night. <laughs> Dang it, man! <laughs> Eagles Packers. All right. Um, you know this is at Lambeau. I got the Packers all day. I'm picking the Packers. They're too. playing. They're playing some lights out football. Yep. And Although they they did almost let the Vikings come back into the game this past. Hey, you gotta, you gotta get you gotta get the viewers in, dude. Yeah. It's all just a show. Yeah. Also, the the Eagles have just been kind of sputtering. So. Yeah, a little bit. I think they. We'll see. They gave away the Atlanta game. Mm-hmm. I think they could kick it back into high gear and totally win that game. Sure. But this yeah. is in Lambo. We'll see. I th- I got the Packers. Yeah, I agree. We got a we got a Saints Cowboys matchup. This one I struggled with, but with the Drew Brees injury, I'm picking the Cowboys. I'm also picking the Cowboys. Yeah, Teddy Bridgewater could get it done. He could. He could, but the Cowboys are looking really. Dak good. Prescott has been playing some good. They they, they look good. Uh, that should be a win for the Cowboys. Tough tough injury for the Saints. We'll see if they can win. You know, two of their games mm-hmm. uh, without uh, without Brees. If they can win two, that puts them at. You know, they might be seven games in or so and yeah. be three and four. That's You can make the playoffs from that. It, it'll be close. Yeah. You know, it'll be tight, but they can, they can, can, that can be done. Finally, Monday night, <laughs> Battle of the Beatons. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Dang it. Bengals and the Steelers. Yeah, they are both two bad teams. Yeah, I'm, thinking, got, I'm taking Cincy. I also got Cincy. I think... Although, you know what I want to see? Mm-hmm. I want to see Mason Rudolph ball out. Good. Because... Then pick the Steelers. No. Okay. I'm, pick, I'm, I'm playing to win. Okay. 
You know what? I'm an, I'm an audible. I'm going Steelers. Oh, my. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Okay. I don't know why. You just because you want us to be different. I want. I don't want us. Uh, yeah, I don't want us to have the same exact picks again Barry, this week. Barry, you know I've been. I've been very. And also, this is a toss up. Let's That's be true. honest. <laughs> Who throws more picks? <laughs> Andy Dalton's thrown for like 300 yards the first yeah. two weeks, but well, they've gotten like 20 total yeah. points. You know I've been very anti Big Ben for the majority of my life. Yes, absolutely. So I want to see Mason Rudolph ball out. Could happen. This could be. This could be the last we ever see Big Ben. But I don't know if James Conner will be playing. You know. I don't know. I'd, so we'll see. You but, know the Bengals aren't. You look at their roster, it's not gross. Yeah. Like, I mean, you have Andy Dalton, who's a serviceable quarterback. You have A.J. Green. Who's hurt right now. Right. But we'll be back eventually. Uh, Tyler Eifert. Tyler Eifert got a TD this week. Yes, he did. Is, you know, week two. But uh, On my fantasy Tyler team. Boyd also. Yeah. Kind of uh, is he still Brandon LaFell? I don't think so. Okay, never mind. Maybe. But Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon has been struggling a little bit. But he's been proven he's to very be talented. very good. So. Talented, yes. There is opportunity there. Yeah. To do something. Yeah. I can't believe we've now talked for a couple minutes about the Bengals versus the Steelers. It's just because it's so controversial. Yeah, we're not getting that those minutes back of our lives, though. <laughs> I just thought about Andy Dalton for like two minutes. <laughs> I know. That's a waste of thought right there. Uh, I just traded for Andy Dalton in a league, though, because I had Big Ben. <laughs> yeah. Let's move on. Yeah, let's move on from that. I got Steelers. He's got... Bengals, um, so, you know, there will be one, one... One game is different. One person will win that week. Yep. Uh, will we, will win week four. So, you're welcome, guys, for, for me choosing a different team in that game. Um, but, yeah. Well, today, we're going to go back to a, a segment we did a couple weeks ago, which, you know, hopefully becomes one of your favorites. It's... I have mixed emotions about it. Uh, I have only good emotions It's about called it. Perryism. So, hopefully Wes has got one picked out already while I stall. Shoot, it went away. I'll I'll get it back real quick. (laughs) But the Perryisms uh, are from when I was in college, and I lived with some good dudes that uh, they kind of wrote down some of the stupidest things that I said without me knowing. And eventually I found out. I said a lot of dumb things, and some of them are hilarious. And so we're going to use some of those hilarious things um, to elicit laughter from our audience uh, on <laughs> on my behalf, I guess. <laughs> so hopefully we're, uh, <laughs> we're hoping these are these are good content. I'm just reading them, and I'm hoping that I'm not too embarrassed to hear them out loud. Oh my right, god! What, what do we got this week, Wes? Um. Okay. <laughs> so the the context that I've been given. Um, this is a conversation between Perry and our good friend Caitlin Mukai. And it's the context of this conversation is talking about Perry and women. So, Caitlin, Perry, what is your league? Perry, I guess minors. (laughs) 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 The minor leagues. You understand why this sounds so bad, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> so, for instance, uh, I was not talking about uh, age. <laughs> but that is the way it was taken, that I was saying that I, that my league is, is minors. People below 18. Um, yes. But it's is, not. That is also the it definition is, of the word minor. But it is not. Perry. However, I meant to, I was meaning the minor leagues. <laughs> you know, as in baseball. Hey, you know, Perry, everyone gets pulled up from AAA eventually. You know, that's I'm still waiting for I'm, you know, we're, we're waiting for your time. Work on the fastball. Perry, we should get you like a custom jersey that's like a minor league team. 
<laughs> the Traverse City Beach Bums. <laughs> Please do. I would love that. Yeah. All right. That's a good one. I like that one. That I mean, I, one. I don't like that one because it's it's very hilarious, uh, like on my on my account. But uh, it, I think it's I think it's a good quality. It was so funny for for the content for the content. Caitlin will be appreciative that that's on here. Yeah, Caitlin, this one's for you. Well, yeah, I mean, and for everybody else that, that thinks now I'm an idiot. Right. Yeah. But, Caitlin, thank you for making Caitlin look like an idiot. <laughs> thank you for, yeah, I guess saying the thing that made me say the, the thing. Yep. Cool. Well, we're going to need all the time we can get for today's topic. Top 10 underrated Disney movies. I think it'll be less time than you think, because I think we're going to overlap a bunch. Yeah. And I haven't I, even peeked at your list like I usually do. I agree, yeah. We're probably going to overlap a bit. Um, kind of what we did to, to prepare for this mm-hmm. um, was... I told Wes to look through a bunch of lists of people's, you know, ranking every single Disney animated movie. And and in in the process, he would probably feel like, oh, that's way too high or that's way too low. And mm-hmm. after he watched a few, he might get a sense for yeah. what's underrated or or, or uh, even what's overrated. We've got we're going to do some of those. Um, Pixar is included. Um, so that right. we, you may find those, I guess he said last week that those are not going to be included on his there list. There is no Pixar on my underrated okay. list because I genuinely, even the bad ones I genuinely enjoy. Sure. So it's hard for me to look sure. at them. Like that. Wes, how many, uh, of the, there's 57 Disney animated movies. How many have you seen? Do you think? Oh God. You look through those lists. I know how many of those were you like, I mean, let's, we're not going to include like Melody Time, Saladus Amigos, Fun and Fancy Free, the kind of those segmented movies. I'm not really counting. Well, see, the thing those... is like, I think I've seen a lot of them, but some of them I saw when I was little. Mm-hmm. Like I remember watching the Fox and the Hound. Sure. I don't remember anything that happens, but I know yeah. I've seen it. Same with Bambi. Mm-hmm. Um, same with Snow White, same with Sleeping Beauty. I remember seeing those as a young kid, but mm-hmm. I and you and I watched a lot together. We did. So Perry, well, first off, when we lived together the first time, Perry mandated that I watch all the Pixar movies just so I could make a ranking. Yep. Which I believe I've lost, but... You've lost the ranking yeah, now? I think so. But you have watched all the Pixar movies. Yes. Which is great. Um, except for Toy Story 4. Okay. I've not seen That'll that. happen at some point. Um, so we did that. And then starting, would it have been the first of this year? In January this year, I started kind of a goal to watch every single... Disney animated movie this year, mm-hmm. um, not including those five segmented movies that I kind of mentioned from the 40s. Um, so that leaves 52, one per week. Mm-hmm. So every Wednesday or, or you know sometime during the week, I've been watching one, and he watched a lot of those with me that first semester. Yep. I don't know how many of those you hadn't seen before. Probably a few. Probably a few. Yeah. So, so yeah, I have seen every single one except for maybe, I mean, the segmented ones, and then probably... I haven't seen Black Cauldron yet, so that's a that's a disclaimer because that could easily be that's one that could be underrated if mm-hmm. I enjoy that. I have it on DVD. I'm planning to watch it very soon. Um, I haven't seen Ichabod and Mr. Toad. Oh, I think I've seen that. That one but a long um, time is ago. two kind of separate, like the Wind in the Willows story and then mm-hmm. another story, and Bing Crosby's in it and a legend. Yes, so I'm excited to see that. Um, I hopefully we'll be seeing that in the next couple of weeks. Um, what else? I, I've definitely watched some in the last few weeks that I'd never seen before. Fantasia 2000 I watched a few days ago. I have that on VHS at home. Nice. Yeah. Um, I watched Oliver and Company uh, pretty recently for the first time. So I've, I'm very well prepared at this point. I like that. And, um, yeah. So Well, I did my usual uh, pick on a whim and intuition. <laughs> 
I so. struggled. I I actually so I have a list right here. Yeah, that I'm looking. I've been peeking at. This I'm looking is not at the real one. I'm looking at Perry's notes, and there are some fat notes. So yeah, th- I have a list that I and wrote, I also and it's I'm not just, the actual. I'm, I'm one. now just now looking at it. Yeah, he's looking at it, but that's not the real one because I did it, redid it over on the back page, uh-huh. flipping it over. Oh, you have fallen into my trap. Oh, it's just like Ratatouille now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I struggled with yes. this okay. list because I have. I know. I feel like I should edit now because I didn't really even think about Pixar that much, but. Yeah, it's fine. Well, just go with it. We'll just roll with it. Uh, usually the first kind of intuition is the strongest. Mm-hmm. So, uh, shall we start with honorable mentions? One? Sure. Because I know when we do drafts, we end with honorable mentions, but with top tens... I want you to know, I just threw a Pixar Yeah, we'll start with, start with our honorable mentions. I just threw a Pixar you did. on my list right now. Okay. And someone just got kicked out. <laughs> Ooh, that's devastating. So I'll go with who just got kicked out. <laughs> As my okay. first honorable mention. What, what's that? Lady and the Tramp. Lady and the Tramp. Okay. From an underrated. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Love dogs. Love pasta. <laughs> Great. Beautiful movie. You know we watched that last week. You know. As I our was, Disney movie of the week. And I you was, weren't you there. Know, I was doing homework. Yeah. But you know what? It's actually a subdivision of this movie that's uh-huh. actually really fun. Lady and the Tramp 2. Scamps Adventure. Scamps Adventure. I have seen it. I have seen that movie so many times. Honestly, on a scale of like... Like... Aladdin, Prince of Thieves being the top, mm-hmm. to Milo's Return, Atlantis 2, Milo's Return mm-hmm. being the bottom of Disney's Sequel. sequels scale. That's probably like a seven. It was a fun one. Yeah. Yeah. So I have that on here. Um, also, on my honorable mentions, is honorable, honorable mentions, honorable mentions <laughs> Princess and the Frog. Yeah. Big, I love that I one. I also have that on there, but probably for a different reason. Okay. As my honorable mention. So I have it on there as an honorable mention because I think maybe it doesn't count as underrated. Okay, I can read it. It is awesome. Like yeah. of these movies on this list, if I was just picking my favorites, it would be maybe number one. I think of some of the music we've heard from Disney, that one might be one of my favorites. Yeah, as a collective track. Yeah. But then I kind of judged with Rotten Tomatoes scores. I went off. I went off based on, on IMDb. I'm, okay, IMDb that works yeah. too. Based and then also um, how did box office and its representation in like Disney World that can often tell. Oh, okay, that can often tell if people liked it or not. Disney. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and Tiana is in is all over the place in Disney World as you know the only the only black princess. Um, yeah. Really, that movie that movie so, was pretty. It's beautiful, beautiful movie. Great theming, absolutely great theming. Yes, I, great music as well. But yeah, I'm gonna I put it, it as an honorable mention because I don't qualify it, as. Honorable. It really emulated you know the quote unquote Cajun South. Absolutely, really well. Yes, it was great. Maybe you want to go to New Orleans. It did. Me too. Yeah. Next trip. Sure. Yeah. Just do it. All right. All right. We'll be hosting. We'll be putting signups on Facebook. Uh, <laughs> sure thing. Yeah. We'll make. It, we'll definitely mark it up quite a bit so that we can go free. Yeah. For sure. So. But you can come with us. Yes. That'll be worth a lot. Of Maybe you can even money. drive. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And pay for gas. And pay for gas and food. <laughs> We're trying to be sponsored. I have uh, also a few others in my honorable mentions. Um, these are a couple of similar movies: Robin Hood and Aristocats. Hmm. Um, I very old. Aristocats is a personal favorite of mine. Um, watched it all the time as a kid. We had it on DVD my whole childhood, and we watched it on a lot of car rides. Robin Hood. So, nineteen seventy three was Robin Hood. Nineteen seventy was Aristocats. So they mm-hmm. looked very similar, very yep. hand drawn, mm-hmm. um, very cheaply made um, because they didn't have a lot of money during this time. They were struggling. Yeah. Um, and as I mentioned before, Black Cauldron also could be an honorable mention just because I I hear a lot hear a lot of people. Like it? I haven't seen it. On a, on a couple of the things I saw, it was like the number one, and okay. but I don't I don't know anything about it. So, yep. Yeah. Yep. So, 
Those are my, my three. Prince of the Frog, Aristocats, and Robin Hood. And let me tell you, Robin Hood was close to being on the list. Very close. Really? Very, very close. Okay. Robin Hood and Little John, oh. walking through the forest. All right. All right. Yeah, let's not uh, what's his name? Roger Miller? I don't know. You, you, you've seen this, right? Robin Hood? Yeah. Well, yeah, but I don't know who Roger Miller is. He's the guy who did the music. Disappointing face. All right. Um. <laughs> Perry, the only like person I know who does music in movies is like John Williams. Okay. So. Good to know. Um, number ten. All right. Let's rock paper scissors. Who's going first? Rock paper scissors shoot. Rock paper scissors shoot. Rock paper scissors shoot. We're still tying, guys. Rock. Wait, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Okay, and go. Rock, rock paper, paper scissors, scissors shoot. Okay, right. I win. Wes is going first. I'm going first. Okay. So I'm starting at ten. Yep. All right. Uh, my number 10, The Great Mouse Detective. I love it. Great Mouse Detective. Yeah. Tell me why it's your number 10. Uh, I never watched it until you made me. Yes. Um, and looking at it, I was like, this is going to be lame. Not going to like it. But it was just, it was cute. Mm. I liked it. Okay. That's about it. <laughs> what else? You got nothing. What do you remember about it? I don't remember much. <laughs> this is going to be a quick ranking, Wes. But I'm going <laughs> to, I don't remember much, but I remember being vastly more entertained than I had ever anticipated being. Mm. I usually don't like. Let's see, that was was that what year was that? Eighty five. Uh, nineteen eighty six. That was close. Yes, yeah, very close. Um, I usually don't really like like quote unquote cartoons mm-hmm. from like anything before nineteen ninety very much, but it was it was also that kind of like that old animation style. Yes. Yeah. But, definitely hand drawn. So, but I liked it. the the lead The lead guy, I don't even remember what his name is, which is pretty bad. The Basil of Baker Street. The Basil, yeah. It was definitely a Sherlock Holmes kind of spin Yeah, Very quirky. Uh huh. Um, and it was just it was the plot was solid. Yeah. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Would yeah. recommend. It's a little. Uh, it was short and non-committal. Yes, absolutely. That's yeah. one of the great things. About Much Sherlock like me. <laughs> True. Um, there's some. There was one scene. I don't know if you remember that kind of is like a. Hmm. I'm surprised if that's it, that's in here. Oh shoot! You, remember what I'm ta- you know yeah. what I'm talking about? So there's a scene where the um, the kind of lady character is in a kind of a, a grungy bar. Mm-hmm. They're they're investigating, and they meet this lady that's dancing in mm-hmm. kind of a grungy bar. It's a it's a mouse, like mm-hmm. you know, these are all mice and rats, but. Yep. Um, but she's dancing and it kind of gets a little, like if you're eight, you're not going to pick it up. But if you're our age, you're 20, you're, yeah, you're going to be like, like ah, a little risque there. No, sure. I don't know about that one, chief. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah, I like it. it Maybe on my list somewhere. I, I assumed it would be yeah. since you showed it to me. All right. My number 10 Wes. this one bounced on and off my list. It bounced as high as number five at one point and then it bounced off and then now it's at number 10. Okay. Meet the Robinsons. Great movie. Yeah, two thousand. Have a big head and little arms. Um, so this movie came out in two thousand seven. Um, it was kind of a weird time for Disney. They hit a little bit of a lull in animation. Um, after probably Tarzan mm-hmm. in ninety nine, I believe, and and then they, yeah, they kind of they had one really good hit in Lilo and Stitch. Mm-hmm. And then from then until like Tangled two thousand ten, they really didn't, or maybe Princess and the Frog two thousand nine, they didn't have any really big mm-hmm. hits. Uh, I guess Bolt made a lot of money, but um, but I think that Meet the Robinsons was one of the first great 3D animated movies made at Disney Animation Studios. Um, it's only got 67% critic score on Tomatoes, okay. 74% okay. audience, and it made $169 million, which is not bad, con- comparing it to you know some of these other mm-hmm. underrated ones. It's not that bad, but... Uh, 
you know, you can compare it to like the Lion King, which made like six hundred million. Yeah. And um, so. No, I love Beat the Robinsons. Absolutely love. Yeah, it. it's really just it's it's original. Mm-hmm. It's a good kind of heartwarming story with some some solid characters. Oh yeah, it gets it gets you in the feels. There's a lot of characters. Yeah, and they're all interesting. So I really enjoy it. It gets you in the feels. It does. I think for someone who loves kids, it gets me in the feels really hard. Mm-hmm. Really hard. Mm-hmm. Makes me want to adopt like eight kids right now. Uh, we're, we're really just having a wholesome. Lewis moment. is the main character, and he is um, at an orphanage, mm-hmm. and it's kind of the movie's all about how he how he like ends up finding his family. And, yep. you know, there's a lot of sci-fi kind of time travel yep. aspects to it as well. Which just makes it more fun. Yeah. It's it's not like a, yeah, it's not a dark side. It's a playful sci-fi. Yeah, yeah. for sure. It's good. Cool. All right. My second one. You just mentioned it. Lilo and Stitch. Okay. You have that as underrated. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Why is that? Well, on the list that I, I went off IMDb's list, and they think they ranked it from 1 to 54. And Lilo and Stitch was 34. That is that is pretty low. Yeah, and I was like, in my head, I was like, that's underrated because it sparked a TV series. Yeah, but you know, there's other movies that sparked TV series that were but Lilo and not Stitch, very good. But Lilo Stitch is an incredible TV series. It, it is. So it like, is. I, I check out last uh, episode a couple weeks ago. Yeah, uh, I I love the idea of Lilo and Stitch too, and I mean, when you watch the movie, like Stitch has a glitch. Not that one. Leroy. No, the first one. The, Wait, the, I thought you said Lilo and Stitch 2. No. You meant 2 as in T-O-O. What are you talking as about? As well. I thought you said, I love the the, the idea of Lilo and Stitch 2. Like, the oh, number 2. No. You meant, two, like, as well. Yes, I meant as well. Okay, okay. The original yeah. one. We're talking about the original The OG. The, the great one. Because, like, whenever they're taking Stitch away, and he's like, this is my family. Oh. Yes. Oh. Means family. Family means nobody gets left behind. Oh, if I got it. Yeah, was that a sound clip that I just played, or was that my actual that voice? Was, I don't know. Who knows? Could have been an awesome. You'll never know. It was so good. You'll but, never know. Oh, yeah. I mean, also, it's it's Bleakley and... Jumba. And Jumba. Mm-hmm. Who are... They're hilarious. Who are villains. I'm, yeah. using, I'm doing air quotes. Right, air quotes. But, like... They are hilarious. They're so good. They're so good. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! And <laughs> I love David. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, or you uh, can just date me. Or you can. What's uh? I owe you one. Oh, that's okay. You can just date me. We'll call it even. Look, I gotta go. The kid at table three is throwing poi again. Maybe some other time, okay? Don't worry. She likes her butt and fancy hair. I know. I read her diary. She thinks it's fancy? Mm, no. Oh, man. Yeah, great movie. Great TV series that came after. Um, yeah. Fun. It's a, it's a fun watch. It's so fun. I Honestly, it's one of my top rewatchables. Oh, yeah. And and I would have... I'm, I would have this super high. Yeah. I'm, I mean, like, I'm going to say that... I'm going to spoil it and say it, this is not on my list. Mm-hmm. Not because I don't love it, but I just it did not come to mind when mm-hmm. I thought underrated. But I I appreciate it yeah. for sure. And <clears throat> it's a, I I appreciate I appreciate the ending of the movie that's about to be really sad, mm-hmm. and then they just mm-hmm. hit it out of the park with the happiness. I'll still have to go on the ship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, All right, your turn, Perry. Okay. Number nine, dude. I'm sweating. Dinosaur. Ah. Uh, 
Dinosaur. Great okay, movie. So I was really Alandar. Yeah, Alandar. I was I was looking up a lot of uh, kind of rankings similar to Wes of. And this one was often in like the fifties out uh, of fifty seven, yeah. and I was like, "This is no, no, like it's it's solid." And and a lot of people hate the animation because it's the first I think ever movie, especially definitely Disney animation to to do um, like CGI three D three D animation on top of live backgrounds. Yeah, so the backgrounds are real. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it looks pretty good. I know a lot of people say that that's what holds it back. You know, but it was also came out in what two thousand two thousand. So I think it, I think it looks solid personally. Yeah. I think the no. dinosaurs look good um, for being two thousand. It's innovative. It made a decent amount of money one hundred sixty one hundred thirty five million. I was surprised it's that low. One hundred thirty five million. Yeah, sixty four percent Rotten Tomatoes uh, critic score, but only forty eight audience score. Oh wow, which kind of blew my mind a little bit. Who maybe, do you people I'm, think you I'm are? I'm gonna say maybe because it it was I could see it being a little scary for kids. Oh. I mean, I was definitely um, a little frightened as a kid. But the Carnotaurs. The Carnotaurs. But, like, this movie has to be decent enough because Disney World has a ride that has been there for, you know, 15, maybe not that many years. And kids they, love dinosaurs. Yeah. Yeah. So I think Dinosaurs is a great movie. The The score was James Newton Howard. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a great score. Like, yeah. Great. Um, fits it perfectly. It's really, yeah. It's... it's, it's it's almost like a, a movie epic, but mm-hmm. packed into an hour twenty. Yep, you know, so some some comedy in it as well with the, the like one the old the ladies and, and the old ladies. ladies. Yeah, yeah. So no, great movie. Yeah, it, I like it. It may or may not appear later. Okay, over good, here good. on this side of the table. Great. All right, Perry. Let's see what am I? Am I at number eight? Is that what this is? You're number nine. No, nine. you went first, right? Yeah. So you're number eight. Yeah. Number eight. Treasure Planet. Okay. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Joseph, Go- Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Levitt. Wow, we're bad. Speaking is hard. <laughs> um, oh, man. I think I... I'm a pretty emotional man. Uh-huh. Yes, indeed. And I almost cry every time I watch this movie. Yeah. 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 It's, it's a gut-wrencher. Mm-hmm. And, like... Oh, just watching... Watching JGL's character, like, leave. Jim Hawkins, by the way, in case you didn't know. And watching him leave, and then watching him be taken under the wing by this pirate man. Mm-hmm, Kevin Silva. Um, but also, and this, this, you know, this guy who's technically the villain, which, like, you see him, and you know he's the villain throughout the movie, but he treats him, mm-hmm. what's his name again? I'm blanking. Jim. 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 He treats Jim with so much love and compassion and like yeah. mentorship and fatherly figure that he didn't have. Right. It's kind of like tangled in the sense that it has that dramatic irony where you, the audience, know Silver is the villain. Sorry if you haven't seen it. Yeah. Uh, just like how you know that Mother Gothel is the villain. Yeah. But the main character does not know. And But at the same time, it's hard to root against them. Yeah. Because they treat the protagonist well. Mm-hmm. You know, so well it's not hard to read against Mother Gothel probably, but I understand but, what you're saying. Mother, I mean, let's be honest. Mother Gothel still loves her daughter. No, I a think little bit. Uh, this will be a topic for another day. Okay, fine. Yeah, in Treasure Planet. Treasure Planet. Uh, he loves Jim. Yes. So definitely, definitely a different circumstance for sure. And you, you watch him, you know, give up his treasure, and oh, 
I'm about to well up just thinking about mm, it. It's, it's so, so good. good. It's so good. And I'm, yeah, you have it at eight. So and let's now, see, let's see. Where... So now you're going to have, that means you're going to have even better, better, like better movies, even, even higher. Yeah. Up, and so. I think on the, on the ranking I saw, it was like number 35, which I got that a little bit just cause like, Oh I, yeah. I've um, seen, I've seen it even lower than that, but yeah, but for sure. it's a hard, it's, it, it gets you. Yeah. It gets you good. Yeah, absolutely. So go watch it. Definitely go watch it. I have it if you want to borrow it. Yeah. Yeah. Just. You have to see me in person. Don't don't just don't just expect me to mail it to you. Yeah, no. Because I also love it. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, I'm having an emotional breakdown. Perry, you go next. Number eight. This is one I don't think you have on your list, and okay. you may not have actually seen. I've only seen it for the first time recently. The Rescuers Down Under. Oh, I have not seen it, but they go to Australia, right? They do. This is the second one, and I think the better one. Uh, okay. I actually don't really like the first Rescuers. I don't either. And I had never seen the, the Rescuers Down Under because I thought, you know, if I didn't like the first one, I wouldn't like the second one. The first one has this weird, like, lady who's scary. Like, she's gross, honestly. And mm-hmm. she's trying to make this poor little girl go into a pit for a diamond, you know. Mm-hmm. And then the, the heroes, the rescuers, are a couple mice. Um, Bianca and Bernard. And, you know, they get help from a pelican or something that flies them, or an albatross, I guess, um, that flies them around. Um Anyway, The Rescuers Down Under, I think, is significantly better. However, it made, like, almost $100 million less. It only made $47 million. Mm. Box office, 69% Rotten Tomatoes. When did it come out? Uh, 1990. Okay. And, and it was also... So, so I think the reason it did so poorly, and, and it's so low on a lot of people's lists, you know, usually in the 40s, or, um, is because it came out technically in the Disney Renaissance, mm. which started in 1989 with Little the Mermaid. Mermaid. So, it, yeah, it's in the Disney Renaissance, probably one of the worst ones of that group, but it really is not a bad movie, and it starts off, it kind of starts off this title screen that you're, the camera's, like, moving in this um, very, very long pan, mm-hmm. like, just forward um, through kind of the Australian outback, um, and it's CGI. So, mm-hmm. and this is really a seen a kind of visualization that hadn't really been done before mm-hmm. so it's it's moving through the cgi background all the way up until you get to this house and this is like a 45 second pan like it's really neat you're through flowers and then through a big stone archway mm-hmm. and then you get to the house of our protagonist um who's this little boy um anyway and then the, the movie is about um the boy uh you know, falls in love with this bird, this giant golden eagle. Um, and he, you know, one great scene, he's flying on the back of yep. the golden eagle. Yes. And that is an iconic, beautiful, yep. beautiful scene. scene. Yep. Yeah, beautiful scene. And there's this po- uh, I do know poacher, what that is. poacher that tries to basically kill the eagle to sell it. Well, he needs to get it alive, but yeah, he's, he's going to... Anyway, so that's that's kind of that one. And, and I really enjoy it. I think it's really underrated. Um, nobody really talks about it. Mm-hmm. Um. But but I think you know it's it's it those two scenes really that opening kind of moving through of the outback um, in the CGI because it is a, still a two D animated um, movie and then the the flight scene those two scenes are really beautiful and like need more recognition just for that yep. honestly. All right, awesome. My turn, number awesome seven. Sauce. Number seven, brother bear. Brother bear. Brother bear. Oh, we got mm. we got Kenai. Kenai. We got Coda. Yep. We got Phil Collins. Phil Collins. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, what are the other names? Back check. I don't, know, I don't know if I can remember any of the other names. Irrelevant. Um. But yeah, 
Kenai is getting his... Denahi and Sitka. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Kenai is Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, I was actually going to mention that. Oh, that's insane. So the Joker, but I'm guessing they sound a little different. Jeremy Suarez, Coda. Wow. But, yeah. D.B. Sweeney is Sitka. D.B. Sweeney is also Aladar, so... Very nice. That's... Very nice. Yeah, it's it's a great it's a great movie. Very wholesome once again. You know, you watch Kenai get his... They're, they're a Native American tribe... Um, I don't know. In Alaska. In Alaska. They're an Alaskan tribe. Yeah, so... And then they he gets his animal spirit that... The, all the members of the tribe get, like, an animal spirit assigned to them. And he gets the bear, which is a symbol of love. Mm, he didn't want... He was thinking, you know, something he big wanted and scary strength, and strong. Something and, manly. Yeah, he got love. Yeah, which is manly. Which is a bear, which, you know, you can, you can do worse than yeah. getting a bear. Perry loves bears. I, I do like bears. Yes. I do. Yes, we went to uh, the, uh... Museum of Natural History in New York City, and Perry went for the bears. I was like, that is a big brown bear. Yes. He Alaskan was. brown bear. And I also I also mentioned this movie when we were... Mm-hmm. I was like, those bears yeah. are in Brother Bear. Yeah. But it's a... Oh, it's a good movie. Like, that's that's a horrible explanation, but... <laughs> it is. It's, it's, it's it is. fun. It's wholesome. It's, once again, plays with your emotions a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Kenai. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Another, another situation of dramatic irony. Yeah. Yeah, where the main the main character knows what went wrong, but mm. Coda does not. Like we as the audience know what Kino, what happened to yeah. Coda's mom, but Coda does not. And Coda does not. Yeah, but and Kenai actually doesn't either until later. Yeah, and then Kenai also you know decides to stay a bear. Yeah, which is which is really miraculous. Cool. Um, I mean, a little surprising, I think, but really cool. Yeah, I mean, decides to stay a bear to basically raise this. Yeah, raise a cub. little bear. I mean, I think the reason when I watched the first time and that was his decision, I was like, really, though? Because at this point, you're leaving then Danahi, who's the last of the three brothers left. Mm. And I was like, man, that's really sad that the, you know, he still lost essentially both his brothers. But then I guess the, the movie's trying to make you think that, like, he didn't really because the bears and and mm-hmm. the humans will, you know, live close together after this now knowing that, you yeah. know. So yeah, that's mine. That's a good one. I Thank like you. it. Brother Bear, Jacob Riggs will be proud. Yes, he, he will. loved that one. My number seven, we've already talked about, The Green Mouse Detective. Mm, solid. So I have that number seven, 1986, 82% Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. So it was, it was very enjoyable, but only made $38.7 million. This is 1986. So, you know, Disney movies weren't making a lot of money back then before, I guess, yeah, but this is before Little Mermaid. So. Okay. Um, did I write anything else down about the Great Mouse Detective? Not really. Um, one thing I do love about it, though, it's got one of the best villain songs. Mm. Radigan, the Radigan song. Oh, the, yeah. Uh, the greatest villain, world's greatest criminal mind, I think is what it's called. Oh. World's greatest criminal mind. As you were singing. That song's really great, and and honestly, this is probably the first, like, one of the first Disney animated movies to get a little risky, mm-hmm. and risque at the same time, we already mentioned that, yeah. but, like, you know, Radigan feeds some, one one of his, like, little helpers, he feeds him to a cat, Yeah. 
Like, you get to see a little bit of, like, why, like, Radigan is evil and crazy. Also, the idea of a mob boss is super 80s, which Uh which also fits really Uh, well. And there's a a great couple of, like, scenes, like, one specifically deduction scene Mm -hmm. where Basil and, uh, is it Watson? Dawson. Yeah. Elementary might be a Dawson. Yeah. Uh, Are, they're getting, they're, like, trapped and they're gonna, you know, meet their doom soon, but he thinks their way out of it and it's really cool um the ending scene is very entertaining i would say a little bit there was definitely some ex machina Mm -hmm. in you know you're gonna have you already have mice talking so what are you gonna do but but yeah the the ending is a little not as strong as some of the rest of the scenes but Mm -hmm. i enjoy great mouse detective a lot perfect all right that's my number seven number six for wes this is where I dipped in and ye- yeeted a pits- Pixar. Yeeted Ratatouille. Pixar, all right. Ratatouille. Ratatouille. Oh, yes. Remy. You know, I like that. I, I mean, I think I, I love Ratatouille. Yeah. And I guess I've just never thought of it to myself as underrated because I've always loved it. But yeah. I think definitely, yeah, definitely gets slept on. A oh yeah, for sure. Remy Linguini. Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, is it Colette? Colette. Yes. I love Colette. She's like my favorite female influence in all she Disney is. movies. She's great. She's got she's got a crotch rocket. She's throwing around knives like nobody's business. Yeah. She's got a angry French accent. <laughs> uh, it's a great movie. Um, it, it, so it has the good message of like follow your dreams, do what mm-hmm. you want, even if your parents mm-hmm. don't agree. Mm-hmm. Um, also has like another mouse. Another mouse. Huh. Disney has like a theme. I mean, it's oh, not, this one's more of a rat. I mean, I guess we know as this is a rat. You're right. I guess we we, we kind of it's not a surprise that Disney liked mice because Mickey. But anyway. right. But it's funny. It's, I mean, you think uh, Linguini is just so awkward, <laughs> and like, also here's what I don't get: every other character in the movie has a French accent that is a human, except for Linguini. You have talent. No, but I don't. Really, it's not me. When I added that extra ingredient, instead of following the recipe like you said, (laughs) that wasn't me either. What do you mean? I mean, I wouldn't have done that. I I, I would have followed the recipe. I would have followed your advice. I I would have followed your advice to the ends of the earth because I love you. Advice. (laughs) Yeah. That is weird. Also, his name is Linguini, which would be an Italian name. Yeah, maybe he's Italian. So anyone can cook. Anyone can cook. Gusto. I love the gusto like imagination. Like when when, oh, yeah. when he pops into uh, Remy's mm-hmm. Remy's like my like, like yes. And then he's like, oh, I don't know. I am just a figment of your imagination. How, yeah. If you did not know, how could I? I know. <laughs> or I killed a man with, with this thumb. thumb. <laughs> yeah, some good lines. Anton Ego is great as well. Anton Ego is also great. Great villain. Yeah, I mean, if, if you can call him that, you know. Yeah, antagonist. He's, he's a, definitely an antagonist, but he, you know. Yeah, and he kind. I love the. I love kind of the way he, and his, embraces yes, himself, and then his turnaround to being happy. Yeah, and sorry, spoiler if you haven't seen Ratatouille, but I don't care because you should have seen it by now. Um, being happy, and I would like to think even friends. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that's a good one. That's, that's a I, good one. I yeah, I'll allow it as a. As a underrated for sure. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, this one number six on my list might be a little controversial, maybe not. It is Pixar. Okay. 
So both of us have Pixar at number six. Uh, the Good Dinosaur. Ooh, okay. I, so I would say it's underrated. Oh, absolutely. But, the, but I think the way it'd be controversial would be a lot of people don't like it. This is the only... I don't get why. The only Pixar movie that I've probably ever seen as rated worse than Cars 2. Really? Yeah. And so Cars 2 is not on my list, but that is not because it is underrated... Or that's not because it's not underrated or not over. I mean, it's rated. It's just what it is. It's, it's just bad. It's really bad. It's just, it is bad, and we know it's bad, so it's not on either of my list. Yeah. But Good Dinosaur is also one of those ones that's rated like at the bottom of Pixar. Either, I really liked it. Either last, second to last, third yeah. to last. One of those few. I mean, it's not in my top few. It's probably. I think I have a ranking right now on my blog, thecinemapsycho.com, which uh, I have it at fourteen, maybe or fifteen out of twenty-two. 22. I think. So, it's not high. However, it's a great movie. Like, yeah. the, ev- everything inside of 20 is a good movie. Yeah. Think, but this is why I think it is on my list and gets slept on. It gets slept on because it's the Lion King. Yeah. Basically. The story yeah. The story is Lion King. I mean, it's, you know, you got the... Mm-hmm. You got the, the wanting to, to be able to, like, leave your mark. And then you've got the loss. You've got the needing to find your way home you, yep. it's literally the lion king but it's animation is spectacular so good this is 2015 even the critics that don't like it right and so that. so the, the the animation with this movie is kind of interesting it's not it's not on like live backgrounds but they use live backgrounds mm-hmm. as like templates for the, the cgi backgrounds um so there are some lot there are some real backgrounds that are just kind of cgi'd to make them look like they don't stick out and the animation, yeah, it's just the the water, it's so good. unbelievable, yeah. To this day, this is 2019. Mm-hmm. I have yet to see a movie with more impressive animation mm. than that movie. So it's on my list. It did make 332 million. Came out the same year. Came out, um, I believe, Thanksgiving of that year, the same year uh, as Inside Out. Mm. That came out Inside Out, a better movie than Good Dinosaur. <laughs> good Dinosaur was 76 percent Rotten Tomatoes, 65 percent audience score. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't know. I just love it purely because of the animation. Okay. Being spectacular. I'm, okay. a, I'm a geek like that. Top All five. Right. Top we're, we're into the top five. Five. We're into the top five. Only 40 minutes into the, the podcast. All right. This is where my hot take happens. Are you ready? Yes. Number five for Wes's underrated. Okay. Frozen. I am at a loss for words. Because. Okay. Will you, Perry, fact check the, how much money you made. For me. Um, most of any animated movie of all time. Uh, it took two Academy Awards, um, and then it also took $1.2 globally. Okay. And sold 4.1 million soundtracks. Okay, so two Academy Awards. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, also, I don't want to say most recognizable Disney song of all time, but top five recognizable. Y- sure. Especially the modern yeah. day. And you get... One of the best singers has ever lived, Idina Menzel. Okay. Okay. And on the list, I was the my master list that I was trusting was IMDb. Okay. And they had it at number seventeen. That is pretty high. That's pretty. Or high. like, as in, like numbers are high. That's yeah. a high number. Uh, and when I looked at that, I was like, no, that has way too much fanfare mm-hmm. to be rated that low. I mean, I wouldn't even rate it that low. Mm-hmm. And also, I think it gets a bad rap for being overplayed. Yeah, it got a little, like, audience fatigue. Yeah. You know? Which I think also brings it down. 
Yeah. Which is also why I'd say it's underrated because people watched it too much. Yeah, absolutely. I've gone through stages like with Frozen. It. Yeah. Like I when I watched it, loved it. Yeah. Downloaded all the songs, loved it. Six months later, I was like, man, this ain't really it. You know, this, mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah, all the seven-year-olds are da- like buying yeah. dresses and you know. So. And I so I kind of. You know, yeah. didn't really care for it at that point, but then I got back into it as I came to terms with the fact that, you know, I don't care if it, yeah. if it makes me look like a softy that I right. like Frozen. So. so that is my justification that IMDb had it way too low, and that people burnt themselves out. Yeah. So you're here to say Frozen's great. Frozen is great. And don't anybody say otherwise. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely not. Okay. It's great. Awesome. Oh, I've been impaled. I bet she's the nicest, gentlest, warmest person ever. Oh, look at that. I've been impaled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's Olaf is the greatest. Also, major loss in Frozen is not giving Kristoff his own song. He does give his own song in Olaf's Frozen Adventure or something like that. Okay. Yeah. Fun fact. The voice of Kristoff was also once an actor on... Glee. Wow. And he sang extremely well. Well, theoretically, he does give his own song. Reindeers are better than people. Oh. Sven, don't you think, think I'm, I'm right? right? All right. Um, Wait, uh, Hal and I were talking. We are pulling for Kristoff solo in Frozen 2. Kristoff solo song? That's what we want. All right. That's what we really want. That's what That's what the people want, what, Disney. Get it done. Yeah, get it done. It's probably already, what they want. It's probably already done. Yeah, I but bet it is. It's fine. My top five, my, my fifth, is one that I know you've got on there somewhere. Oh, it's I know what it is. Oh. <laughs> this is the movie that defines Perry and I's friendship. Uh, but, uh, All right, play the song. <laughs> play the song. Play it play in it. the background right now. Um, oh, it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. So I could have had this higher, but when I was thinking about it, you know, as a movie, I think that my top four are better movies. Okay. My nostalgia and my personal love for this movie so is, as, is as much probably as any of these, but it's not as strong of a movie. It's so good. Now, it only made, it did, re- it was re- released theatrically in 1995, which is mm-hmm. kind of a surprise to some, uh, for 35 million. It made, a, it had a whopping 44% critic score Ooh. and 70% audience. That's right. So, audience know what they're talking about. Um, little fun fact. I guess we haven't got to your your, your picking that yet, but I was thinking of, uh, about how how much we love this movie, and we tell everybody. Yeah, and then no one else. And then is nobody like... else loves it. So the I mean, example of that would be we took it to your, make your girlfriend watch it, Hallie, and she was like, "Meh." She was like, "Uh, she she's looked at her phone throughout the whole thing." Yeah, and I'm pretty sure West debated dumping her on the spot. Mm-hmm. So, cooler, so good. cooler heads prevailed. It's so good. Yeah, but hopefully she'll come. Maybe it doesn't songs. help that we sing all the songs. Yeah, maybe we're not great at the, the, the voices, but we're not bad. Yeah, there's some funny. There, it's pretty funny. Like it's not like laugh out loud funny. I don't think. But there's like, if you lo- if you love it the way we do, it's yeah, it's no, chuckle funny. What, as previously mentioned, whenever Pierre and I first lived together, he's like, "Here's these movies you have to watch." Yeah, a goofy movie was on there, and I was like, "Bro, <laughs> I got this." Yep, we've seen it. Yep. Perfect. Goofy movie, man. Um, please comment if you have not seen Goofy movie, and if we will host a viewing party. We'll, yeah, we'll do it. Like, I'll buy you snacks. <laughs> sure. Good. Barry has the movie. I'll I buy the snacks. movie. Yeah. All right. Number four. It's already been touched. 
Meet the Robinsons. Meet the Robinsons. Yes. Now, I don't know. You We didn't mention that I have a just like a little personal taste of this because my mother's maiden name and my grandparents are Robinsons. Robinson. That's right. And so your like, first name. And my first name is unfortunately Robinson. <laughs> so like, this is mine. Yeah. And Meet the Robinson Wesley. Actually, fun West, fact. Robinson Wesley. My mom and I saw this in theaters. Okay. I, bl- I don't remember if my dad went with us or not. Sure. But my mom and I saw this in theaters and... So there's there's an, there's a moment where the the old man's wife is like dancing in a room, okay, mm-hmm. and he yells, "Bake them cookies, Lucille!" Bake them cookies, Lucille! <laughs> Bake them <laughs> cookies, Lucille! And uh, we had a dog uh-huh. <laughs> who was a very obese girl, oh, no. and she she uh, her tail was a stub tail. <laughs> And whenever she would wag her tail, her entire butt would shake. <laughs> so we would all, whenever she was doing that, we would yell, "Bake them cookies, Lucille." That's awesome. And her name was Trixie, but that became her her nickname became Lucille. Uh, so little personal taste. I feel like as this that, has been coming up a lot. How lately. that movie impacted our lives. Oh yeah. So mm. great movie. Yeah. Yep. But we already covered the content. So. Oh, I'll, yeah. I mean, Meet the Robinsons. I think I think this one like is like a universal underrated though. Yeah. Like, I'm going to be honest, I haven't met a lot of people who don't like Meet the Robinsons. Yeah, no. And even on, like, some of the rankings I was looking up, I think I looked up about, looked through about, like, five different lists, and this was, on only one of them, was it, like, below, like, 35? Like, was it worse mm-hmm. than 35? And on all the other ones, it was, like, you know, a decent spot. Right. So I think it's kind of a universally acknowledged underrated. Yeah. Kind of like, like the Iron Giant. Oh, so good. Is, like... It bombed in theaters, but then when it came out, and then it was re-released later in theaters, people started realizing it's actually really good. I cannot wait for the day we get to talk about the Iron Giant. Oh, yeah. It'll, so it'll come. It'll come. All right. You're up. Number four. Perbs. Also has been talked about, Brother Bear. Solid. Um, Any additional commentary? Yeah, so I actually, uh, I've got, this was 37% critic score. What? 37%. How dare you do that to um, Joaquin It Phoenix? was, let's see, I had a couple other stats that I wanted to mention. Um, I know this was, uh, one of the reasons people didn't like this movie was a lot of people think the soundtrack was kind of, kind of took you out of the theming, um, kind of intrusive, Mm. it kind kind of allowed, you know, it didn't really go super well. Uh, Metacritic has a, has a rating of its, all of its Disney movies and this was last. Oh, ridiculous. Well, actually, you know what? It was number, um... 51 out of 54 on the IMDb list. Yeah, that's crazy. It's absurd. That's nuts to me. Home on the Range should be last. Or Chicken Little. Or Chicken Little. Those two are the worst. And and let me don't like don't get me wrong, they're still funny to watch because of how bad they are. They're really bad though. And this is not like that kind of a movie. It's emotional. It it's I really to, yeah. Yeah, I love the kind of Alaskan They've got some tribal kind of background music, though. The, really, the only other like the Phil Collins music maybe does take you out of the theming a little bit, but, but it's the Phil background Collins. they do have some background soundtrack that is is solid and fits. He's getting all worked up about it. Gee, I don't know. Maybe the goose pooped on him. Eh? <laughs> oh, gee, I think he's looking over here. Oh, let's beat it. Th- this no, way. No, 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 this way. Oh, oh gee, thank you very much. Okay, so just stay still, okay. eh? And hey, I'll you too. Head down, head down. Oh, gee, I think you've seen us, eh? Now what? Act like we're not here. Oh, uh, we're not here. Shh, what are you doing, eh? Well, you said to Don't say anything. Shh. Okay. I said don't say um, anything. Excuse me. Ah! Please don't eat us. 
Like you wouldn't like us, eh? We're really gamey. Yeah, eat hooper brains over there. Oh, nice, eh? Pine cone breath, crusty tail, twig legs, big nose. <gasps> sorry. You went too far that time. Okay, I'm sorry. Guys, size yours is bigger than mine. I'm not eating anybody. Oh, <laughs> that's mighty decent of you, eh? Yeah, hey, my name's Rut. This is my brother, Tuke. How's it going, Bear? <sighs> Don't call me that. Uh, sorry, uh, uh, Mr. Bear? No, I, I mean I'm not a bear. I hate bears. Well, gee, eh? You're one big beaver. No kidding, eh? <laughs> Do either of you know where the lights touch the earth? Yeah, no. Uh, no. Sorry, Bear. Or beaver. I'm not a beaver. I'm I'm a bear. No, I mean I'm I'm not a bear. I'm a man. Excuse me. <laughs> I was transformed into a bear magically. I, I was lifted into the sky by my brother. Uh huh. Crazy. Because <laughs> then I no. Uh, okay. <laughs> Are you okay? Uh, no. That bear over there. He's crazy. I am not crazy. What? Who who ever said you were? We understand. You do? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you see, we're not moose either. We're, we're not? No. <laughs> we're like, uh, we're like squirrels. Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. Beauty, eh? Uh, yeah, well, he, he's actually the squirrel, eh? I'm, I'm more of a purebred wolverine. Look at these cuspids. Give him a little room. Uh, why am I even talking to a couple of dumb moose? No, we're squirrels, eh? Wolverine. <laughs> Let's see, it made 250 million. Came out in 2004. Okay. That's solid. Yeah, so like I was saying earlier, this is kind of that time period. I saw this in theaters, too. Did you? Mm -hmm. This was kind of that time period where Disney movies were struggling a little bit. Mm -hmm. 250 wasn't bad. No, uh, not It at didn't all. have a huge budget. But yeah, that's what I got. I got Brother Bear. I really enjoy it. Uh, I'm hoping to visit Alaska. I got a friend, Silas Jensen, shout out in, uh, in Alaska. And uh, hopefully we'll go meet some of these bears face to face. Did you know that I met Silas's brother? <laughs> oh, did you really? Yeah. Wow. He lives next door to the Cary Triple. Wow. How about that? Yeah. That's dope. Irrelevant fact. Yeah. Andrew Jensen. Wow. All right. Didn't think he'd be a child. My number three. It's also already been touched. Dinosaur. Nice. I'm glad you had that so high. Uh, the Richardsons had this on VHS. Uh-huh. So I watched this movie a ton. I actually have... They are rubber hand puppets. Uh -huh. I was just about to mention this. Uh, from like Burger King, right? Yeah, from Burger King. Uh -huh. There's Aladar, and I don't remember the girl's name right the, now. Mira, I think. Mira. Yeah. Okay, moving on. <laughs> I picked Dinosaur. We talked about it, so next pair, please. <laughs> okay. My number three is Atlantis, The Lost mm. Empire. Um, 2001. It got 49% again on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, 53% for the audience score, 186 million. Great voice cast. I mean, uh, Michael J. Fox mm -hmm. is in it, like... I don't know. I think this movie gets hurt a little because it comes out right after the Disney Renaissance, mm -hmm. and it's not as strong as like you know a Lion King or right. Beauty and the Beast. Um, but it really has a strong plot. Uh, the characters are all very complex and different. The villain mm -hmm. is like you know Clayton two point mm -hmm. uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they honestly took his character model after Clayton, just ha just coming a year or two after. Tarzan, um, but I really enjoy some of the 
Let's see if I have any, anything to say about that. Not really. I just kind of wrote down Michael J. Fox. That's my one stat. Uh, <laughs> one stat, Michael J. Fox. Yeah, I don't know. I just think this is one that gets really slept on. And I would love to see a remake on Disney Plus for this. Okay. I think this is the one. Like, they're making all these remakes of classics. This is one. You cast Andrew Garfield as as Milo. And you can cast, like, um, uh, Michelle Rodriguez, I think is her name, as the the cook lady, right? Or no, she's the engineer. And then Mole, that could be, like, Danny DeVito. And The Rock could be that the big dude. Or Idris Elba could also be that guy as well. If it's Danny DeVito, I should just be in it. You could be in it if you want. I don't care. I'm not making it. Uh, <laughs> or, you know, um, Charlize Theron could be the... Well, you really thought this out. I don't know. Uh, but, like, just, a, I don't know. I, I don't get this one, though. I don't get why people hate this one. Like, I can't, I don't have anything to say about, like, the, the plot's solid. Mm-hmm. I don't have anything to say special about it. The, the soundtrack's also solid. But, like, yeah, I don't know. Okay. I, I, I truly don't understand this one. Okay. Why it's, why it's slept on. All right. My turn? Yep. Number, Number two. two. A goofy movie. Nice. So good. I feel like we just talked about this. We did. Oh, we did. As, yeah. It well, deserves to be talked about more. I know. I. Oh, man. It's just so good. Sorry. This is this has turned into a uh, Perry and Wes. Talk about the Goofy movie. Just talk about the Goofy movie. <laughs> well, you know what, what? You know the cringiest part of that movie, though? What? The possum? Lester's Possum Park. <laughs> Who's your favorite possum? <laughs> Beat it, doofus. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, th- that is just so cringy with the little girl that's smiling. It's and then so the, the, Then everything, like, breaks and... Um, it also proves that Bigfoot is real. It kind of reminds... Oh, definitely that. It kind of reminds me of... Uh, that that little Lester's Possum Park reminds me of the Country Bear Jamboree. I think it's kind of based yep. off of it. Uh, what else to talk about? I mean... I mean... The, the High Dad Soup or the Perfect Cast. The I mean, perfect like, this cast. <laughs> perfect Cast. Yeah. Well, also, uh, Out on the Open Road is oh. actually hilarious. It is. Yeah, because you have Goofy just saying happy things. You have Max just being... Super melodramatic and being uh, like, uh-huh. I'd rather like be in prison or like I'd rather or like I want to throw up on the road. Like, uh, it's so good. You know, there's a, actually one person in the cast that I wanted to mention. Um, let's see. So Tevin Campbell. That is not the person I wanted to mention, but he's in it. He's Powerline. Mm-hmm. He, great, great, great musician. Um, it's Wallace Shawn. Inconceivable! You keep using the word. I don't think it means what you think it means. If you've seen Prince, uh, uh, Princess Bride, mm-hmm. he's he's the that guy who says mm-hmm. inconceivable. I don't remember his character's name. And then Wallace Shawn is also the um, the like boss of the insurance company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the little guy. Did you authorize payment on the Walker policy? Mm-hmm. Like he's awesome. And then he's the principal, Principal Mazer. Mazer. And he is. You know, he's gonna end up in the electric chair. You know, he's just—he's funny. He—you hear his voice like right off the bat too. Yeah, he's like the first one. To, I think he is the first one to talk mm-hmm. in the movie, and then you're just like, "Wow, I recognize that voice." So, uh, who is um? There's one other voice. Oh, where is it? Well, there's Joey Lawrence, who is Chad. Joey Lawrence was in sitcom that lasted a couple years. I'm looking for Bobby. Oh, is that his name? Jetter. Bobby is is one of the funniest characters I think in the in the movie. Bobby was talk to me, talk to me, talk to me. Oh, yeah, that's somebody else. Oh, he doesn't say that, but he yeah. also says some funny things. Bobby was ready to be in a burnout fraternity in the nineties. <laughs> yeah, totally. He was ready. Totally. He's he's like a hippie. Yeah. Also, shameless plug: if you have not listened to the song "Eye to Eye," mm. 
literally the letter I, the number two, the letter I. Yep. Look it up. Look it up. Look it it up. is a bop. It is a, a bop. straight up it bop. Is a bop. I'm actually gonna listen to it when I leave. All right. Here. Now we're on number two. For you. For I, me. I can see it and. And. <laughs> awesome. Uh, Emperor's New Groove. So good. Emperor's New Groove. Hilarious. So good. David Spade. It's kind of. Who would have thought David Spade would be in a Disney movie? Right. It's kind of so. Road to El Dorado. If you guys, it's kind of like a similar to that, and I believe that came out in 2000. Let me fact check. Road to El Dorado was a DreamWorks movie mm-hmm. that came out in 2000. So I'm right, and that um, that was in March of 2000, which was you know three six months or so before this movie came out, Emperor's New Groove, mm-hmm. and and it was kind of so Jeffrey Katz. Jeffrey Ratzenberger, I believe is his name, um, that kind of was kicked out of or kicked out of Pixar. Yeah, that's right. Um, and so he left Disney and Pixar, and he went to Dream. He kind of started DreamWorks. He was the founder of DreamWorks, and he made this movie. He also made Ants at the same time mm-hmm. that Bugs Life was coming out, and strategically yep. placed it like six months before. He also made this movie strategically before Emperor's New Groove was going to come out to try to you know cannibalize some of the profits and make people you know tired mm-hmm. of the movie so they kind of changed the idea of uh so road to el Dorado is your like buddy buddy yep. comedy mm-hmm. adventure uh emperor's new groove is similar but they definitely did a lot of changing up last yep. minute to make it more you know breaking fourth wall or breaking the yeah breaking the fourth wall so and, good um it's just it's turned into something a lot more silly than i think it was supposed to be mm-hmm. um it made 169 million and it's 85% Rotten Tomatoes, so it did well, That's but solid. didn't make a lot of movie or money in theaters. But it actually is the uh, has sold the most copies uh, on oh, really? on DVD or VHS of any movie, any uh, Disney animated movie to that. To wow. uh, I think that was up to like Frozen came out, I think. But um, so yeah, it sold very well when it came out. So wow, yeah, I'm very confident about that one. It is just a really funny movie. Um, Genuinely, genuinely fun to rewatch over and, yeah. and over. Yeah, and I think maybe you, if I, if I, I know you love this movie. I do love this. So movie. I think this may be the one left on your list. Am I right? You know me too well, uh, Wilson. It is the one left on my list. Yes, Wes's number one underrated Disney movie is The Emperor's New Groove. On the IMDb, it was ranked twenty six. Okay. See, that's even higher. I think that's like better uh, ranking than I think most people give it. Really? Some people give it in the 40s probably, but... Oh, man. So there's... It's just so funny. So you have... First off, you have David Spade, who is high profile, especially for this, you know. Mm-hmm. And then um, Pacha is... John Goodman. John Goodman, who is phenomenal. Yep. Um, and then you have Kronk. Kronk. Patrick Warburton. Is everything ready for tonight? Oh, yeah. I thought we'd start off with soup and a light salad and then see how we feel after that. Not the dinner. But you know. Oh, right. The poison. The poison for Cusco. The poison chosen specially to kill Cusco. Cusco's poison. That poison? Yes, that poison. Oh, absolute legend. Like, yeah. So, a fun story about this summer. Um, we had we have this one hour time a week where they put uh, a group of like... <laughs> the poison. The, the poison. The poison was made for Cusco. Cusco's poison. poison. Cusco's poison. poison. Um... I'm getting there. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just was thinking about that. Uh, at, at camp this summer, they, they a lot like an hour and like 10 minute time mm-hmm. for you guys, for us each, for the counselors each week and you're in different groups. So like I was in a group of uh, eight to 10 guys. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the leaders are staff people and they can really do whatever they want. Um, some people have like, 
times of prayer or worship, but mm. one of the guys we had said, what do you guys want to do? And I said, let's watch Emperor's New Groove. Yes. And all the other guys were so for it. Nice. And so we did. And one of the guys who actually goes to Purdue, Purdue one Micah Yoder, who I love so dearly, so okay. makes me breakfast on Fridays. Nice. Can do the Kronk voice perfectly. Oh, that's great. So I'm not good after we watched this movie, we watched this movie on like week five. We had like, we had like a month left. <laughs> so the Kronk voice came out the rest of the summer. That's Absolutely awesome. incredible. That's awesome. I mean, we quote that one scene. Hey, Peter. Hey, Peter. <laughs> we quote that one scene with where he's trying to find a wife. Mm. Like, she's like, too tall, hair's not cute. Yeah. And let me guess, you have, have a, a great, great personality. personality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good also, Yzma is hilarious. She's like, pretty funny, yeah. Yeah. Like, Kronk's New Groove is a great sequel. Is it? Yeah. I haven't actually you haven't seen, seen it. it. It's, I mean, I'm surprised you haven't seen it. It's really funny. Yeah. I almost bought it the other day. And also, like I mentioned with Lilo and Stitch for uh, spurring a great spinoff series, uh-huh. Emperor's, The Emperor's New, New School. School was also yeah. a good watch. Malina. 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 Um, cool. Yeah. All right, moving on to my number one most underrated. We've already touched on it. It is Treasure Planet. Planet. And... And I, I wasn't sure I was going to put this number one until I really started thinking about it and reading about other what other people put it at. And the, this was rated really low, bottom bottom ten on, a, on every single list I looked at. I'm going to double check here. I put made a couple notes of like what places I think it made it was in in some some rankings. Um, it was the biggest animated flop that Disney's ever had. First of all, oh wow, and it um. It only made 109 million to a budget of 140 million, so it's one of the biggest, probably the biggest animated mistake, Aww. if if you can call it that. But I don't call it that because mm-hmm. I think it's great, and this is why. Well, first of all, 2002, it was nominated for best animated picture in the year that uh, Spirited Away took it. Mm. Lilo and Stitch also came out in 2002, so you know it clearly, I think some people recognize it as a good movie. Score was by James Newton Howard, who we already mentioned for Dinosaur. Dinosaur. Mm-hmm. He also scored Hunger Games. He co-wrote the Dark Knight trilogy wow. with Hans Zimmer, um, and 120 plus other movies. So wow. he's a legend. Wow. Um, so that soundtrack is awesome. But it's really just because I can kind of relate a little bit to Jim Hawkins. Mm-hmm. I just love um, his arc. I mean, it's not like he's got daddy issues. That's not my problem. But <laughs> but but. Uh, I think it's just the kind of like trying to figure out like he, Jim Hawkins is kind of nomad, you know, and he he doesn't really know where he belongs, and, and he he is just I don't know, it's such a really cool character arc for him. Mm. You follow him, and he gets to know Silver. And Silver's originally you know the villain, and he's got these plans that that don't involve you know that could involve killing potentially yeah. the our main characters, but he kind of you know, starts to have feelings like of, like he's, he really likes this boy and he, he has, <laughs> he, he realizes that he looks up to him, that like the gym looks up to the silver yep. and, you know, he's like, man, I'm going soft, you know, that's kind of part of it and it's got great action, you know, the, the music is awesome, like the, the opening scene is mm-hmm. phenomenal, I just remember he's flying on his little glider and. I don't know. This movie is just an excellent national treasure of a movie. Nah, national treasure. <laughs> Dang it. 
I don't get it. This movie is great. Some people don't like it. A lot of people don't like it. Yeah, well, they're wrong. But they're wrong. They're wrong. They're wrong. If you don't like it, you're wrong. So real quick, before we go to overrated, we'll we'll run through those really quick. Um, But I went with number 10, Meet the Robinsons. Nine, Dinosaur. Eight, The Rescuers Down Under. Seven, The Great Mouse Detective. Six was The Good Dinosaur from Pixar. Five was a goofy movie. Four, Brother Bear. Three, Atlantis, The Lost Empire. Don't watch the sequel of that one. It is bad. <laughs> Two, Emperor's New Groove. Do watch the sequel of that one. That one's good. And one, Treasure Planet from yep. 2002. And I went 10, The Great Mouse Detective. Nine, Lilo and Stitch. Eight, Treasure Planet. Seven, Brother Bear. Six, Ratatouille. Five, Frozen. Four, Meet the Robinsons. Three, Dinosaur. Two, a goofy movie. Uh-huh. And number one, the Emperor's New Groove. Emperor's New Groove, awesome, awesome. All right, we had a, we had we had we had some overlap. We did. What was uh, we had a couple that I think you didn't have Rescuers Down Under on your list at all. No, but I haven't seen it. Uh, you didn't have the Good Dinosaur on your list at all. No, I have seen that. But the other eight, I think we, yeah, we had on our list just, somewhere, which is pretty. Uh, you had you had Frozen and you had Lilo and Stitch and is that it? Just Frozen and Lilo and Stitch were the yeah, because that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, and Ratatouille. Wait, so there should be one other that you didn't have. I didn't have the Good Dinosaur. Good Dinosaur Rescuers, and I didn't have Atlantis. That's right. You didn't have Atlantis on your list. Okay. Cool. So we, we had seven that were on we our Pretty much agreed. That's wild. List. Yeah. Um, all right. Moving on to overrated. I don't think we'll agree. I feel like... Sorry. Side note. I feel like this boosts my reputability. A little bit. If you agree with me on some of these, then yeah. I'd say so. Yeah. I'd I'm say. incredible. Yeah. I'd say I'm fairly, fairly uh, high up in the Department of Disney knowledge. Mm-hmm. Apparently, I'm right there, so... <clears throat> um... <laughs> Overrated. Overrated. Uh, you went first. I'll go first in overrated. Okay. My number three overrated is Wally. Oh yeah, that's awful. See, this Wes is this Wally. is this is polarizing. You either love or you hate, hate Wally. Wally. I think I looked up. I don't know if it was Metacritic or someone else had Wally number one on their Pixar ranking. Uh, I'm not surprised. Like a lot of people do have Wally that high. Um, I just closed my notes. Oh well. Um, a lot of people do have Wally that high, but. I never got it very like I understand it's it's supposed to be kind of like a good dinosaur kind of a mm-hmm. a piece that you watch for for the flexing its animation. Yeah. Um not a lot of dialogue which some people say is a good thing. I don't know. I just I didn't fall in love with the characters. No, I was depressed most of the time. Were you? Yeah, I didn't it's like kind of it. slow. Like I don't know. It's not my thing. 2008 got 95% Rotten Tomatoes, made 533 million. Not my thing. Yeah. Honestly, not my cup of tea as they say. I got you. All right, my number three, Alice in Wonderland. Okay. I think it's freaky and weird. It is freaky and weird. I don't like it. I did consider that one, because it is pretty highly rated by a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, that is my only justification. It's freaky and weird. Yeah, I agree that it's not that great of a movie. Cool. But it's it's kind of a classic. So there's at some point, like, let's face it, some movies are just, some old movies especially, are you get to classics sta- sure. status, and then you're overrated. Yeah. But... Yeah, but you're just classic. Cool. And my next two are also in that category of ah. classics. Lady and the Tramp is on my overrated list. Number okay. two. Um, 93% Rotten Tomatoes. 1955. Made, uh, I believe, a, equivalent to 502 million adjusted for inflation, um, which was like 80 something back then. Wow. Um, That's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. I just, I, I watched it last week, mm-hmm. and it's not that great. Like, I don't know. Nothing really excited me about it. The Siamese cats are weird. It's 
uh, I don't know. There's just nothing. There's nothing really special mm. about Lady and the Tramp. I do love the the scene when they're at Tony's. They're at the Tony's restaurant eating the yeah. linguine or the spaghetti with the meat sauce, and then they sing the this is the the Bella Nate song. Oh, this is the night. It's a beautiful night, and we call it a Bella Nate. Right song. I I love that. Mm-hmm. It was two minutes. Yep. Yeah, but it's just the rest of it. It's not Scamp's Adventure. It's eh. Well, it's it's probably better than Scamp's Adventure, but you know. Got it. It's just eh. You know, it's yeah. nothing special. But it's on all of the lists I looked up. It was top fifteen probably. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, my number two. Okay, so my my top two overrated are gonna. Ruffle some feathers. Oh, okay. Number two. That's what we like here at, at Banter. I hardly know her. All right. My number two overrated, Up. Okay. Yeah. That is feathers ruffled. It's boring. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, I can see it. I can see how you think it's boring. It's boring. I, so yeah. it is. The, really, the only part of Up that I enjoy is the end where the old man, you know, puts his little, his button on. Sure, like, I can watch. grape soda. I can watch it and be like... Yeah, I'm not gonna deny that it's a good movie, but I am extremely bored. Yeah, well, uh, and it has it has Russell a... was the second ever non-white main character in a Pixar movie. First being Frozone. Mm. Yeah. First, first ever Asian. So, yeah, and I know it has a massive fanfare. Yes. Also, for the opening scene, sad but I'm not, iconic. It doesn't let me down. Doesn't let. Doesn't it do, do it. For it doesn't you? get me. Doesn't do it for you. Okay. Doesn't get me one bit. Wow. Heartless. Apparently. You are heartless. And you love rom-coms a little bit. I, yeah, I love when people fall in love, but that... Oh, you don't, you don't, the, the, the sadness part doesn't... That intro does not get me what one bit. Okay. Yeah. Um, that is a hot take, and I realize that this may have a lot of people out to get you, Wes, so... That's just they aren't already. We may have to get you on Witness Protection, Witness Protection Program. That's fine. Okay. My number one, and I'm actually, I feel pretty pretty strongly about this okay it's not one that i'm like you know i need to it's not like a frozen or anything mm-hmm. which could be on there but i do like frozen it's pinocchio okay 1940 also kind of this was number one on three different lists wow. that i saw of people's top uh, of ranking every disney animated movie this was number one on three lists it's a hundred percent rotten tomatoes wow uh 1940 made a uh made the 82,607 is adjusted for inflation, so what that would be today. I watched this a month or two ago, mm-hmm. and it's it's okay. It's classic, I suppose. It qualifies as a classic because it's old. It's like the the second movie that Walt Disney ever made, I believe. Oh, God. But, I mean, he made Snow White and then this and then Dumbo, and then you mm-hmm. move on from there. Um, Dumbo also could be on my list, but it's not. I picked Pinocchio, and... And I just, I don't know. It's creepy. <laughs> it's got, you know, when they turn into goats, it's it's kind of dark. It, it's actually very dark. Yeah. Uh, it's not, I don't know. It's just not that exciting. The story arc's not that great. I don't know. It is, I don't know. Didn't yeah. do it. Did not do it for me. Yeah. It's a it's a watch. that It's one that I watch because it's a classic. It's not one that I watch because I actually enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. 
I get that. So how can you have a number one when there's movies out there <laughs> that are better. that are way better? I don't. I mean, I'm not gonna pick my number one here, but like, there's movies out there that are way better. Yeah. Way. I, better. I got you. This would be this would be 40s for me. Wow. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Okay. Last one. My last hot take of the day. Number one overrated movie: The Little Mermaid. Yep, I totally agree. Really? Yep, totally agree. Wow, this was, I didn't expect this, that. I was, was ready for a fight. This was totally going to be on my three as well. Here's my justification. Disney has been known for producing great songs mm-hmm. with their movies. Mm-hmm. I have enjoyed... If I enjoy a cover of your songs more than the originals on multiple occasions, you didn't do a good enough job. Mm. The only original song that I like them doing in Little Mermaid is Under the Sea. Mm. But like, you like? Uh, a, is there a rendition of "Kiss the Girl" you like better? I don't. Know, I don't know. That one's really. I really like that one. I don't know a specific one, but I could, I've heard mm-hmm. better ones. I've heard much better versions of "Part of Your World." Yeah. Much. Jody Benson's got a solid voice, though. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but, um. Although I will say I do like Ursula. Good villain. She is, and and she's one of the reasons I didn't include her on my overrated. And that and the and the uh, the music. Mm-hmm. Because I thought about it and I do enjoy watching mm-hmm. The Little Mermaid. It would have been on my my list of overrateds because of how stupid the idea is. Yeah. Like giving up your voice for legs. It's really She in, got magic legs. In an, <laughs> in an age of like strong female characters, she is the opposite. Yeah, she's she is such a come save me kind of character. I or like she literally needs to win over the man without a voice without talking just by being pretty yeah there's a little more to it than that but yeah i just i do not like that aspect of it mm-hmm. the music is really fun i enjoy the 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 ride the little there's yep. a ride at disney that, i enjoy sebastian that's fun because it has all the music you walk through it and mm-hmm. stuff and, and like in ursula she's yeah. a solid villain probably a top 10 villain um but but yeah it's just mm. it's just me Overrated for sure. But it did help kick off the Disney Renaissance. It movement. started the Renaissance. So we are going to let it yeah, let it, it fly. Theoretically, it could be credited as what has like made Disney into what they are today. Because they were not Struggling. doing well. They could have been out of business. They could not be. Ma- it's possible they'd not be making movies today if not for Little Mermaid's success. And that'd be sad. Yeah. So. Cool. Well. Let us know. What a list. Yeah, let us know who What won. a long I want to win list. Again. And... Um, if you've learned anything, first off, if you learned anything from this, it's that you need to watch a goofy movie. Uh-huh. And Treasure Planet. Watch and Treasure Planet. Planet. That's yeah, all I want. That's it. That's all. All right. Thanks. Thank you guys for listening. This has been a really fun episode. I got to talk about Disney. Harry got to nerd out hard. Which is great. We kind of, you know, we kind of agreed we can't talk about Disney every week, but when we do, we're going to really do it. Yeah. I'm also sweating a bunch. That's irrelevant <laughs> to what Perry just said, but I just thought you all should know. <laughs> you know, sometimes it's, it's just a, really a, a tough Tough task picking some of these movies. It makes you sweat. I'm just so nervous. Yeah. You know? Mm, like, so nervous. I'm probably going to have to go cry in a bathroom after this. <laughs> takes a lot out of you. I take, the really fame is hard, guys. Fame is tough. Fame is tough. Fame is tough. Well, catch us next week. Um, I'm sure we'll have some great content for you again. And, uh, Wes? Until then, stay humble. Stay hungry. And stay, stay hydrated. hydrated.